Shalom to all. Today's daf is Erev and Daf Kof. We are starting Tzadi Tesamur Bey's four lines up from the bottom with the brand new Mishnah. Today's daf is sponsored by Schos Ori Strum, Menachem Meir Ben Michal Davida. He should have a full recovery from his Achilles surgery along with all Chaylam of Kal Yisrael. And the Mishnah says, Yon Chay Mesech al we have a tree which is drooping and covering over the ground. Mesech is Lashon of Schach. Weeping willows are a good example of this. They're quite tall and their branches droop all the way to the ground. Sometimes pine trees exhibit this too. And the Mishnah continues, If their branches are within three tvachim of the ground, metatlan tachtav, you're allowed to carry underneath these branches in the whole open space that's being covered by these branches. That's because the Rishus HaYachid, these are considered proper mechitzas. Sharash of Gavayim Minarz Kimotvachim, let's say the roots are coming out of the ground, three tvachim, lo yesh valayim, you're not allowed to sit on them, it's considered like a separate tree, and we know there's an iser of being mishtamash be'ilan on Shabbos, you're not allowed to use a tree on Shabbos. And the Gemara says, Amar Avunu Bredev Yeshua, Ein metatlan ba'yesim be'esusayim, you're not allowed to carry in this area that's being covered by the branches if it's more than two beisa, even though it's covered by mechitzas. My time, why is that? That's because it's a space that's only meant to enjoy its airspace. Rashi explains that you're not meant to live in this area underneath the tree. It's just the people from the fields and the shimrim and the watchmen go to enjoy the shade for a little bit, but it's not really meant to live there. In any area that's really meant just to enjoy the airspace and not really to live there, you're not allowed to carry in it if it's more than two beisa, that's even if it has proper mechitzas. And the market is explained, the Mishnah Shrash of Gvayim in Haaretz, we have the roots that are above the ground, three tvachim. We have roots that are coming from above three tvachim, and they're drooping down below three tvachim. Rabbi Amr, he says, you're allowed to use those roots. Rav Shesha Samar, you're not allowed to use those roots. Rabbi Amr, you're allowed to use them. Anything that's within three tvachim of the ground is considered like it's part of the ground, and you're not being mishtamish be'ilon, you're not using the tree, you're just using something that's on the ground. Rav Shesha Samar, he says, you're not allowed to use them. Since they're coming from Esser, because the root of the root, meaning the base of the root, where it's coming out of the tree, that's coming from above three tvachim. So it's usher to use the base of the root, therefore it's usher to use the lower part of the root, even though it's within three tvachim of the ground. And the Gemara continues with another case. The Dumbukim Shunisa. Let's say it looks like the peak of a mountain. Take a look at the picture on the right hand side over here. We have a root that's coming out of the base of the tree. It's sloping upwards, and then we have two little parts that are drooping downwards out of that same root. That's considered like the peak of a mountain. So the Salkan Le'ela, whatever's above three tvachim, Asurin, so you're not allowed to use that. Part. Whatever's facing downwards, so you're allowed to use that because that's below three tvachim. Let's study if it's in between the three tvachim mark, plucked into Rab of Rav Sheshes, that's Machlekes Rabban Rav Sheshes. And the Gemara continues, We have the same Machlekes Rabban Rav Sheshes within a Negro, which is an irrigation ditch or an irrigation canal. So the base of this tree is inside an irrigation canal that, let's say, is three tvachim deep. At the top of the canal, the tree is wider and juts out over it. Rabba holds that three tvachim above that part of the tree may be used because it's still within three tvachim of the ground, even though it's six tvachim above the floor of the canal. Rav Sheshes would answer it because we measure it from the base of the tree that's inside the canal and not the part that's actually over the ground. And in another case of him, a Karen Zavis, they also argue in the case of a corner, a Karen Zavis, if we have a wall and the tree is situated inside the wall at the corner, so it's being covered by three sides. According to Rabbah, the tree is considered to be in the wall itself, and therefore the three tvachim measurement starts where the tree comes out of the top of the wall, whereas Rav Sheshes argues and maintains that since one side of the tree is still visible, we measure the three tvachim from the ground. And we have a story about that. So who declares a palm tree? The Havala Abai. Abai had inside his house. And the top of the tree was sticking out of a window in his roof. Also, the commander of Yosef, he came in front of Rav Yosef Vesharle. Rav Yosef permitted him to use 
three tfachim that's jutting out of the top of his roof, because that's considered like a new chashbin of three tfachim. And Amr Ravacha Bar Tachlifa, Ravacha Bar Tachlifa told Abai the Sharalacha, Rav Yosef permitted you to do this. Kirabba Sharalacha, it was based on the opinion of Rabba. The Gemara asked Pshita, isn't that obvious? Of course, it's like Rabba's opinion. Say no, Malditemu, you might have thought. I feel Rav Sheshes, even according to Rav Sheshes, based on command of Malidami, a house is like it's completely full. And even according to Rav Sheshes, we should be allowed to use the first three tefachim that's jutting out of the roof. Kamashmal and the Chiddush is Rav Sheshes would not apply this concept that a house is like it's full, and therefore he would not allow you to use any part of the tree except. To the part that's actually within three tefachim of the ground. Now we continue. Tanan the Mishnah said, "Shrash of Goyim and Haaretz Gimel Tefachim." If the roots are above three tefachim of the ground, Loyashevalein Yinaladisin on them. Hechidami. What exactly is the setup over here? Idoloy Hadri Kipi. If they do not bend back over towards within three tefachim of the ground, Pshita. Of course, Yinaladisin on them. Elav. So must be Afagav the Hadri Kipi Loy. Even though they do bend back over towards the ground, you're still not a sin on them. But why not? Now they're within three tefachim of the ground. The Gemara says, "Loylam Doloy Hadri Kipi." They don't bend back towards the ground. But Kamashmol and the Chiddush is Afagav the Tzida Echad Shavul Aretz. Even though one end of it is flush with the ground. Let's say the ground is very uneven. So one part of the root is flush with the ground and another part of the root is actually more than three tefachim above the ground. The chedesh is you're still not allowed to sit on it even though part of it is flush with the ground. We have roots of the tree that are three tefachim above the ground or there's a hollow space underneath them of three tefachim. Even though one of the sides is flush with the ground again the ground was uneven you're not allowed to climb up onto a tree you're not allowed to hang yourself from a tree you're not allowed to lean on a tree you're not allowed to go up on a tree even before Shabbos and stay there the entire Shabbos whether it's a tree whether it's an animal. So we see that you're not allowed to climb up into a tree, you're not allowed to use a tree at all. Aval continues the Brahsa if we have a pit, ditch, cave or fence, Metapas Metapas you could climb up or climb down onto it. even if it's a hundred amas, you're allowed to climb on it. The whole Isra is just a tree because we're afraid that you're gonna climb up on it, break a branch off, and that's a problem of Kaitzer on Shabbos. And now we have a seeming stira. Tani Chada, one Brasa says, Im Allah If you went up on the tree, you're allowed to go down. But Tani Chada, and another Brasa says, Asr you're not allowed to go down from the tree. I always say, like, Hash, it's not a problem. Kind of by Yem. One is where you went up on the tree, Erev Shabbos, and then it's Mutter to go down. Kan Mishachashecha, one's talking about where you went up on the tree on Shabbos, and it's Asr to come down. Vibai Zema, alternatively, Hafamishachashecha. Both are talking about where you climbed up on the tree on Shabbos. Like Hasha, Kan Mishagig. One is where you climbed up a Shagig, you didn't know it was Asr, so you're allowed to climb down. Kan Mishagig. If you did be Mazin, then you're not allowed to climb down. Vibai Zema. Alternatively, hava hava shagig. Both prices are talking where you climbed up a shagig. Vach over here, but kansu shagig atu mezik kemiflagi. The whole machlekes is whether or not we're going to penalize you, even though you did it a shagig. Perhaps you're not allowed to come down because maybe you're going to do it a mezid. Marsev a kansinu and one holds that we will penalize you, therefore you're not allowed to climb down from the tree. Marsev a kansinu, one holds you do not get this kanas, therefore you're allowed to climb down. And Amar Avuna Breder of Yeshua Ketanai. This is actually the same thing as machlekes tanaim, and this is going to be talking about the blood of karbanos which was sprinkled on this beach. Some karbanos were sprinkled only on one side, such as bechol. Others are sprinkled on all four sides in this bech, such as the chatas. And the Rasa says, The blood that's sprinkled with one matanet on one side of this bech, that's mixed up with blood of another carbon that's also only sprinkled on one side, such as two carbonus of bechar. So you just sprinkle it on one side of this bech. We have blood that's supposed to be sprinkled on four sides of this bech that got mixed up with another type of blood like that, such as two carbon chatas. So then you sprinkle on all four sides of this bech. But what about matan arba and matan achas? We have blood of a carbon that's meant to be sprinkled on all four sides, such as the chatas, 
and that was mixed up with the blood of a carbon that's supposed to be sprinkled only on one side of Mizbech, such as a Bechar. What do we do then? Rabbi Lazar Amir, he says, you know, you sprinkle it on all four sides. Rabbi Shua Amir, he says, you know, you sprinkle it only on one side. I'm really Rabbi Lazar, he told Rabbi Shua, he's being Ivra al you're not allowed to subtract from any of the mitzvahs, and this blood that's supposed to be sprinkled on four sides is only being sprinkled on one side. I'm really Rabbi Shua, Rabbi Shua responded, he's being Ivra al because the blood that's only supposed to be sprinkled on one side, you're not sprinkling it on four sides, and that's a problem. I'm Rabbi Lazar, he responded, it's only in Isra of when you're sprinkling it by itself. If you take blood that's supposed to be sprinkled on one side and by itself you sprinkle it on four sides, that's a problem. But over here it's mixed up with blood that's supposed to be sprinkled on four sides. So he responded, the whole Isra of Baltegrav that you're not allowed to subtract from the mitzvahs, that was only said Alex Shuba Atma again when it's by itself. And furthermore, Amr Shua, he continued saying, when you sprinkle it on this bech, you're going to be Ivra Baltaisif, and you did it with your hands. You actively sprinkled on this bech. If you didn't sprinkle it on four sides and you only did it on one side, you might have been over on Baltegra, but you didn't do something active. It's what we call a Shev Va'altase. So now the Gemara fits this in with Amar Chalikas previously of climbing down from a tree. The Rebbe Lazar, according to him, to Amar Hasam, that he says over there in regards to sprinkling blood on the Mizbech, getting up and doing it is better, meaning you should actively get up and sprinkle this blood on all four sides. He would say that you should go down from the tree on Shabbos. He says, Then in regards to sprinkling the blood, it's better just to sit and not do anything. You don't want to actively be over and Esther. So here, you shouldn't go down from the tree because we're afraid you're going to end up breaking off a branch. But then the Gemara says, Perhaps it's not a good comparison. Perhaps he only says over there in regards to sprinkling the blood that a get up and do it is better because at the end of the day, you're doing a mitzvah by sprinkling the blood that's supposed to be sprinkled on four sides and you're doing so. Over here, you're not doing a mitzvah over here. So perhaps even Rabbi Lezer would agree that you should not go down from the tree on Shabbos. Or we could say, Perhaps Rabbi Shua only says over there that a Sheva Altasa, just sit and don't do anything. Perhaps that's better in regards to sprinkling the blood. You're not doing any sort of Esr. You're doing an Esr by staying in the tree. You're not allowed to be in a tree on Shabbos. Perhaps Rabbi Shua would say that you should go down from the tree. So therefore we have no Raya in the Machlekes. Rabbi Lezer and Rabbi Shua is the same thing as the Machlekes Tanaim about climbing down from a tree on Jabez. We have another seeming steer between Bryce's about the Isser of using a tree on Shabbos. Tani Chad, the one Bryce says, Echad Ilon Lach, Echad Ilon Yavesh. It's also to use a tree on Shabbos, whether it's moist or dry, meaning whether it's a live tree or it's a dead tree. Vitani Yidach, we have another Bryce that says, Medvarim Room, when is there an Isser to use it? Balach, if it's moist, if it's alive. Avol Yavesh, if it's dry, Mutter, so you're allowed to use that tree on Shabbos. It's a stira. Amrav Yehuda, like Hash, it's not a problem. Kamisha gives a machlif, Kamisha ain't gives a machlif. Once talking about where the trunk is going to revitalize itself, is going to reproduce itself, so then you're not allowed to use it, even if it's dry. If it's not going to revitalize itself, it's not going to reproduce, so then you're allowed to use it. So he asks, You're telling me that if it's going to revitalize and it's going to regrow itself, so that's considered like dry? It's not dry, it's still alive. So the Gemara answers, You're right, we have a different answer. One's talking about where it's the summer. So during the summer, you can easily differentiate between a tree that's alive and that's dead. So therefore, you're allowed to use a dead tree. One's talking about where it's the winter, so there's no leaves on any of the trees. So it's very difficult to tell the difference between a live tree and a dead tree. So therefore, you're not allowed to use any 
any of them. The Gemara asks, even if it's during the summer, the fruit is still going to fall off of the tree. We have some fruit left on this dead tree, and that's going to be a problem of plucking fruit from the tree on Shabbos. There's no fruit on the tree. You're still going to knock off small branches by using the tree. It's a bare tree. It doesn't have any small branches on it. The Gemara asks, Rav visited the city, and he said that they are not allowed to use a bare tree on Shabbos. We say, no, Rav he found an open field and he put a fence around it. Meaning he saw the people there lacked so much knowledge and they didn't have the ability to differentiate between any sort of tree, dry or not, whether it had fruit or not, or even if it was bare. So therefore he said you're not allowed to use any sort of tree on Shabbos. But if you're not in that city, then you technically would be allowed to use a dry dead tree that doesn't have any fruit and it doesn't have any small branches and it's completely bare. So that type of tree you'd be allowed to use on Shabbos. And once we're talking about the Isra being Mishtamish Bi'ilin, we're afraid you're going to break something off of the tree. Amarayim bar Abba, Amaravasi, Asu Adam Shal Chagabes, Savim Mishabes. A person's not allowed to even walk on grass on Shabbos because he might accidentally uproot it. Mishim Shinemar, it says in the Pasik, the Atzbra Glaim Chaite, someone who's brazen with his feet, is a Chaite, he's a sinner. Tani Chadu, we have Ram Bayes that says, Motilayel Chagabes, Savim Mishabes, you're allowed to walk on grass on Shabbos. Tani Idach and other Bayes that says, Asur, you're not allowed to walk on grass on Shabbos. And like Hash, it's not a Sira. Habalachim, Habiyavashim, once it's moist grass, once it's dry grass. Dry grass is not a problem because even if you uproot, it, you're not going to be ever kaiser. Me by same alternatively, hava habalachim. We're talking about moist grass. Like hash, it's not a problem. Kaim during the summer it's usher because you're going to dislodge some of the seeds that are in the grass and then you're going to end up planting them. Kaim by sagasham. Once talking about where it's the winter, so there's no seeds in the grass. There's not a problem. Me by same alternatively, hava hab by They're both talking about during the summer. Like hash, it's not a seer between brises. Hadisai misani. One is talking about where he's wearing shoes, so it's mutter because it's unlikely that he's going to uproot grass. Hadalaisai misani. One is talking about where he's not wearing shoes, so then it's very likely that the grass is going to get stuck. In between his toes, and then he's going to end up ripping it out of the ground. Vibai Sema, alternatively, Hava Hada Sayyim Sane is talking about where he's wearing shoes. Vlai Kash, it's not a Sira. Hada Islay Ukte, one is talking about where his shoes have spikes on them, so then it's Usr. Hada Leslie Ukte, if it doesn't have spikes on them, so it's not Usr because he's not going to end up ripping up grass. Vibai Sema, alternatively, Hava Hada Islay Ukte, he has spikes on his shoes. Hada Islay Shracha, one is talking about where it's very long grass. Hada Leslie Shracha, one is talking about where it's not long grass, so therefore it's unlikely that you're going to rip it out of the ground. Nowadays, says the Gemara, the Kaimal Krabshim will be passing. And so he has no intent to uproot this grass. Kulushari, in any scenario, it's mutter because he has absolutely no intent to uproot the grass when he's walking across it. And now we have another member from the same Amaira. A person is now allowed to force his wife to Dvar Mitzvah, meaning to be together. Shinemar says in the Pasuk, A person forces his wife to do a mitzvah. He's going to have children that are not proper. And Amaravikabar we have a Pasuk to support this. Das without consent, nefesh loy taif, a nefesh which is not good. Tainami Hachim, we have a brass like this. Gamboy das, nefesh loy taif, zak, kaifa ishle dvar mitzvah. This is a person who forces his wife to do a mitzvah and she doesn't want to. The atzma glaim chaite, a person that's brazen with his feet, is a sinner, is a habayl vashayna. This is someone that's bail his wife and then he repeats the act again. The Gemara says, is that so? Vamarav, he says, haretzalas is kalban vizharm. If a person wants to have male children, yival vishna, he should have bia twice. So he sees it's a good thing to do it twice. The Gemara says, like hash, it's not a sira. Kamadas, kanchleodas. One is talking about with her consent, and one is without her consent. And Amar Shulbar Nachmani Amar Vianisan. If a woman's going to ask her husband to do the mitzvah, she's going to have children. That even in the times of Maisha Rabbeinu, they didn't have people such great as this. In the time of Maisha, it says in the passage, Take for yourselves, men that are wise and understand them, and knowledgeable, to the Shvatim. And it says in another passage, And I took the heads of your Shvatim, men that were wise and knowledgeable, but I didn't find men that were nevainim, that were understanding. In regards to Leah, it says, Leah went out to greet him. She went to greet Yaakov. 
Vatemer, she said, Eli Tavai, you're going to come to me tonight. Because I've hired you, I've used the dudaim that my son brought back as payments that you should come to me tonight. Uksivan, it says, Umrei Yisachar, from the sons of Yisachar, they had great knowledge and understanding of the times. Lodas Mayas Yisrael, to know what to do with the Jews. Rashehem, Masayim, their heads were 200, and all their brothers would listen to what they had to say. So we see that when a woman is Tevea, her husband, that's Leah, being Tevea Yaakov, they're going to have children that have Bina in them, that even the times of Maish Rabbeinu, they couldn't find people that had Bina in them. The Gemara asks, Aini, is that so that a woman is really Tevea, her husband? Chava was cursed with 10 things. The Chsevet says in the Pasuk, and this is regards to the Klawis that Chava received. I will surely increase. This is talking about the two drops of blood that a woman has. One's talking about Damnida, one is Dam Besulim. It's Vaynech, this is a continuation of the Pasuk. This is talking about the pain the woman has in raising children. This is the pain of pregnancy. In pain you shall give birth. Exactly as it sounds. It's very painful to give birth. And your desire shall be for your husband. A woman desires or craves her husband at the time that he goes out on a journey. He will have domain over you. She's her husband in her heart. She very much desires him, but she never speaks it out. And a man is he actually explicitly says that he would like to be with his wife. This is a really good characteristic in a woman that she does not explicitly ask her husband to be with him. So how could we say that it's going to be a good thing when she asks her husband to be with him? We see that it's really not a good thing. So we say, When we said that it's beneficial for her and that she's going to have wonderful children, if she's him, that's not pepe, that's not with her mouth, it means she makes herself very desirous so that he should come to her, but not that she actually asks him explicitly. And now once we had started mentioning the clause the Chava received, the Gemara asks, Hani and this was only seven, it wasn't ten. So he said, there's another three. She's wrapped like a mourner, meaning she'll never go outside without her head covered. She's completely separated from everyone. The Gemara is going to explain what that is. And she's locked inside jail, meaning she's supposed to stay inside of her house. Says Rashi. My menu demikal adam. What does this mean? Menu demikal adam. Even if you want to say mishum to aser la yichud that she is not allowed to be miyachid with another man. Ihunami aser la yichud. It's aser for a man to be miyachid with a woman who is not his wife. We say elod aser lebeitre. She is not allowed to marry two men, whereas a man is allowed to marry two women. We have a different set of three that completes the ten. Magdala Serakalilis, she grows very long hair like Lilis, which is a shade. She sits and she urinates like an animal. Vanasus Kailabila, and she becomes a pillow for her husband. She's underneath and he's on top during Tashmesh. Vidah and the other man, the Amar didn't say these three things because Hani Shavakula, these are very beneficial for her. Sitting down and relieving yourself is a much more tsanua way to relieve yourself, and becoming a pillow for her husband, she doesn't have to exert as much effort as her husband does. The Amar of Khia, my dachse was on the Pasak while painting Bahamas Aret, he teaches us through the animals of the land, and makes us wise through the birds of the sky. What's this? Zupreda. This is talking about a donkey. It crouches and then it relieves itself. This is talking about a chicken. First, it's Mephias. It appeases its spouse. And only then it's together with it. If the terror wasn't given, we would learn sneers from a cat because a cat relieves itself in private and then covers it over. And not to steal from an ant. An ant stores away all of its food and doesn't steal food from other ants. But Arias Miyayna, we learn Arias from a dove that it only cohabits with its mate and no one else's. And the proper way to be together from a Tarnagal. First, it appeases its mate and only then its bile. How does a chicken appease its mate? 
This is what he tells his mate. I'm going to buy you a coat that reaches all the way until your feet. And after the mate, he tells her, The crest or the crown of this chicken, referring to himself, should be cut off. He is if he has the ability to buy you a coat, and he doesn't buy it for you. Everyone should have a wonderful day.